Hello. Hi. Welcome. Wedding to, crashing. Yes, to our third episode. Do I really need a DJ at my wedding? That's what we are going to talk about tonight. Yeah, so we're up to number three. First one was funny stories that we've had. Yeah, massively. And some more today as well. Over our many years of doing weddings. What do we think we worked it out to be? I think I've done about 1,500. You've done about... We said about 1,000 maybe. I'm always two years behind you. You're always two years behind me. But yeah, so between us, we've done about 2,500. Our first podcast, going back a few weeks now, was funny stories. Uh, Our last podcast... Put the teeth in for tonight. Uh, our lab po- podcast a couple of weeks ago was with our good friend, Mr. Christopher Cooper. Uh, and tonight we're talking about do I really need a DJ? Uh, but I think we should follow up from our first podcast because I've thought of a funny story since then. And I know you've thought right, okay. of a funny story. So you tell me your funny story that you've thought, which I've forgotten about. Well, I think. And when then we'll yeah. introduce our guest who okay. normally. Or maybe they can see, but they maybe can they see can't him, see. But, him, but, uh, but they can't see if you're listening online. So I think. What I sort of think about was when we talked about, do I really need a DJ? I think a lot of clients don't really have confidence in the DJ they're getting on the night. And that goes back to, to many things we'll touch on later. But I arrived at Eve's Hall uh, one summer evening. And as you know, we always call our clients on a Tuesday. And this particular client, I couldn't get hold of. So I sent an email, voicemail, the usual text, couldn't get hold of them. So I arrived at Eve's Hall um, in the van at the time and he came out and he said, oh, he said, thank God, you know, you're here. I'm sorry, I've been so busy. He said, but don't worry. He said, I've sorted all the music out for you. We're sorted. He said, um, so here's the CD. He said, oh, it's just, it's just songs on the CD that I need for the night. And he said, no, no, this is the CD. Um, I want to press play at eight o'clock and it will run until 12.30. See, when you told me this story before we're telling this story tonight, I thought you were going to tell me that you didn't have a CD player. Ah, well. Now, I don't think any of us have CD players anymore. I was all right. But we've all moved on to not having CDs in our mind, and that's where I thought you were going with the story. So... So I was like... So he's handed you a CD. He's handed me a CD, and he's basically asked me to play play at 8 o'clock, and the whole CD, including the first dance, will run until 12.30. And he spent 18 months on this CD. So I said, oh, okay, that, that's fine. I said, um, what about if people ask for requests on the evening? He said, that's a great point. I thought, uh, could you go home? So I said, uh, yeah, if that's what you want me to do, that's no problem. So set up and as instructed, I pressed play at eight o'clock and off I went. Now, so he introduced his first dance. He did it all. He, so he introduced his own first. Did I missed all. this bit did in all. the story. Absolutely, early. did it all. I pressed play. I think there might have been two tracks before the first dance, and, and off we went. So he's introduced his own first dance. Absolutely. And you've just pressed play. Just pressed play. Nice. And then I've, I've disappeared, That's as instructed. Okay. Um, but before I went, I did say to him, there's my phone number, just in case any problems. And I'll never forget, because England were playing football. So I went down <laughs> to the Wellington Arms. Got a drink. So you, right, so you're only down the road here, aren't only you? Only down the road. Right. I didn't really okay. go home. Um, and then 45 minutes, my phone rang. So I said, hello, Adam speaking. He said, I think I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> and I said, why, what's up? He said, there's nobody dancing. Not a single person's dancing. My place, and I've spent 18 months doing it and no one's dancing. I said, that's no problem at all. It'll be about 10 minutes. So right. I came back to, to Eve's Hall. And by that time, I changed into my suit that we wear. Right, okay. At, um, at weddings, and the first thing he said to me, "Oh, you're wearing a suit." I said, "Yeah." Before I was in my setup gear, okay, yeah, DJ yeah. 
with a suit. <laughs> and I said, what music do you like? And he was like, well, we like Soul and a Motown. I said, that's no problem at all. And within five minutes, everyone was dancing. Boom. Because, you know, it's that person behind the DJ stand, creating energy in the room. I had my suit on. I was ready. And I think the story goes back to clients not having faith in the DJ that they're booking. Yeah, massively. But I think as a rule, DJs uh, over the years have been stereotyped with a bad reputation, especially mobile DJs. Oh, yeah. you know, what's he going to play? What's he going to be wearing? What's he going to look like? Etc. Yeah. Etc. Et so I suppose in that occasion, we answer our own question. Do I really need a DJ? Yes, you do. But I'll tell you my story and you can answer whether they required a DJ. Okay. So, it's my 25th birthday, which is like 14 years ago. Okay. And um, summer night, and you had lent me your car. I did, yeah. I don't know if you remember I this. Do, You'd lent me yeah, your car. So, we'd gone and set up. It was at the Marriott in Preston. Excuse the man flu. It was at the Marriott in Preston. We went and set up in the afternoon. No problem. I turned back up there at seven o'clock. I thought, I don't quite feel right here. I thought, oh, the voice does sound like it's going a little bit. And I thought, oh, all right, okay. well, it's all right, there's no problem. Now, going back many, many years ago, I used to set up with my speakers either side, and I'd set up with my, like, decks a bit like that, and I'd have my back to the audience, and reason being, um, it was easier for becoming, people to come and ask for requests, yeah. and the gear was safer because I was kind of near them. And uh, I thought, right, yeah, no problem, right? I, I feel a bit dodgy, but, you know, we'll, we'll power through this. So, you know, I'd, I'd set up and stuff. So I thought, right, yeah, no problem at all. So all the guests come in the room and I had my suit on and stuff. And um, the bride and groom went out of the room. Now, the, the bride was quite drunk at this time, but the groom was sober as a judge. And uh, I thought, I'm not feeling quite right here. Worse. Anyway, literally, I'm going to say within about five minutes of everyone coming in and the bride and groom going outside the room, um, my voice went. Now, my voice does go every five years, I reckon, and it goes for about a week. Yeah, It just gives my, my vocal cords a rest. Not yeah. that I sing or you want me to sing, but it gives me voice a rest. So it, it was probably on the fifth year. I probably had it when I was 20 and now, now I'm 25. And, and my voice went. And I, and I say my voice went, it went. There was nothing there. I, I, like a dog was like that. It literally instant like that. So I went outside. I said, right, we're going to do your first dance. Well, she found it highly <laughs> hilarious. He was not finding it highly <laughs> hilarious. Hi, Travis. Travis in the background. Um, he, he didn't find it as funny. She found it hilarious. Now, I thought, well, this is all right. I've got a microphone so I can, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the first dance. Now, when I say it was like that, it was like that. Now, if you think that that's the bad bit of the story, that wasn't the bad bit of the story. The bad bit of the story is they came in to do their first dance. Now, this was a wedding and I was on CDs. Okay, so I have two CD players, right? Yeah. One one next to each there other. So you used to obviously buy the tunes off iTunes, download them, put them on a disc. And as soon as they hit the dance floor, I press play. Now, I'd love to tell you I remember the name of the song, but I don't remember the name of the song. I think it's an Elvis song. There we are. Why, thank you so much. I think it was an Elvis song. <laughs> right, let's go with it. It was an Elvis song. I, you can fall in love, whatever. Right, so as soon as they come on the dance floor, I press play. 
I think it played about three seconds of this song and it jumped. Yeah, no days of CDs. And then it jumped again. And then it played a little bit and jumped again. Now, so th- this is my worst nightmare. First of all, I can't sp- explain. What's happening? Because you know voice. What's happening? Because I've no voice. Second problem, I haven't got a DJ stand to hide behind. You know, it'd be lovely just to be able to duck down now. And that'd be great. And it wouldn't play. Well, it's a summer's night. It's still bright outside. They saw... You, you, you're really not honest with us tonight. Um... So I'm thinking, oh my word. So we sort of got through this song, basically. And I go into the next song and a couple of people danced, but it were awkward yeah. and it was awkward and the groom was staring. I was thinking, wow, I, 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 need, I need this night to end. Yeah, you need to die, don't you? Right, so like we're, going, we're going back 15 years ago. So, you know, the, the ethos of our business has evolved from things like this yeah, happening. You always know, have a backup. Always have a backup, take spares. So the story gets even worse. So I'm thinking, right, well, I've got one CD here, CD player. Yeah. Which, which I'm fine with if I had a voice. Because <laughs> I could, not that I'd do that anyway, but I could kind of talk between tracks. Between yeah. tracks. You can't do that. No, you can't. So if you think about it, right, so I had to eject a song, CD, <laughs> and put it in. So basically, I, I think I've missed it out of the store. My CD player had broken. So I'm thinking, right, what am I going to do here? So I called my mother. Mother, what are you doing? Well, we're just watching TV. I said, I need you to bring me the DVD player. No way. <laughs> they were I, the days. I need you to bring me the DVD player. Right. Well, my dad is ultra OCD with wires. So you can imagine the CD player is underneath the TV and you can't see any wires. And there's like 50 cable ties. Yeah. A bit like all that. It's probably where I've got it from hiding wires and stuff. And... Um, so he's had to unclip the DVD player. He's had to bring the me the remote. I managed to get to the the evening food buffet at nine o'clock. It's still sunny. And at this time, I went outside. And I went outside because I put a mix on now. Everyone's having their food. And I just put this like 20-minute mix. Oh, I feel myself sweating now. I've got it wrong. <laughs> and um, I went outside. And the groom followed me outside. It was like, what's happening? You come on, recommendation. And I literally, and I looked at him, I went, I'm so, so sorry. Um, oh, I promise we'll have an amazing night. I promise, promise, promise. So me dad, my dad had turned up. He gave me a DVD player and the remote. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh it. You like it's a proper true story, this. Yeah. And, and this brings anxiety. It's brought me anxiety for 16 years, this. <laughs> so, you know, so he brings me the DVD player. So I've now got a deck, a deck, a DVD player, the, the sun's gone down, and and I, and I don't know how, but I obviously played one song. We had a full dance floor. The groom came up to me and went, yeah, we're all right. We'll have a good night here. And then I randomly, I thought, Do you know what? I'm just trying this, this CD player that I broke. And I, and I played it, and it started to play songs. And don't ask me what, I had three. I had three. I had no problems in the world. Yeah. Yeah, crack on. I've got, I've got a backup now. And maybe the fact that I had a backup... Yeah, helped you. ...kind of just helped me, but... You know, ever since then, so the big question to them is, did they really need a DJ? No, they didn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. no, they just needed a DVD player. <laughs> but I think you made a great point, and now is that things have moved on, and now we have backup on backup on backups, don't we? And, 
you know. Yeah, and, you know, and, and this goes back to the first dance, isn't it? What we say to everyone is play the first dance on two sources. Yeah, we always do that. You know, play it on your laptop and play it on uh, iPad on Spotify as well. Yeah, all right, so your might, laptop may blow up halfway through and your Spotify player may be two seconds behind, but I'll tell you what, for them both to go, you, yeah, you back up and go home with two things, back up in the first dance. Amazing, brilliant yeah. story. So do we need a DJ? Not night, we didn't, did we? <laughs> Brilliant. For this episode of Wedding Crashing, we have got a special guest with us. Ibiza Andorra legend. The man who had the dream job for many, many years. I'm going to roll with the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> it's oh, Paddy wow. Slater. He's wow. a Preston legend. Paddy Slater. Hi, Paddy Slater. Hi. 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 What, what an introduction. <laughs> yes. Thank tell you. us tell us about the dream job, Paddy, that oh. I'm so jealous of in many well, ways. I think I've still got it. I still think I've still got a dream job. I, I count myself very good. Well, I, I'm a musician, have been a musician for, oh, wow. You're not just I, a music. You are, you're like Preston's version to Ed Sheeran. Oh, no. <laughs> Worse looking, and <laughs> but um, yeah. So I'm a I'm a musician. Have been a musician for a good few years, a quite a long time. Yeah, you, it sneaks up on you. It's a while. I think it's about I think it's about professionally about twelve years now. Um, it's been my job full time. Somehow I've just kept getting away with it, and <laughs> people have been employing me. <laughs> um, ended up I was in Ibiza for a long, long time. I. Ended up being the resident musician for Ibiza Rocks, which... So you moved out to Ibiza. Like, are, yeah. we, are we at Lads Holiday here? So we're going back 10 years, Ooh. 12 years. Yeah. We're Lads Holiday. I'm going to make it big in Ibiza. Yeah, so we went... We'd been out on a Lads Holiday before, loved it. I said, yeah, come on, let's pack up next summer and go out there for good. And so me and my yeah. friend, we went out. Go on, say, bring your guitar, Paddy. Go on, it'll be a laugh, we'll... We'll we'll pull some birds with yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, go on then. We'll take the guitar. And I think it was possibly on the third day we was there, we were out drinking around San Antonio Bay, the family area. Go on, we'll have an all day out there. And we went into, and there was some fella playing on a guitar in a bar. And I said to the friends that we'd just met in Ibiza, so my friend knew I played, but the new friends didn't. And I said, what? Well, I'll get, I'll get up and play. And they were like, what? You can so play. So we're a few, yeah. few beers in here. few beers yes. in, yeah. And uh, ended up getting up and uh, playing at the bar, which the bar, I ended up with a residency at that bar. The manager of that bar ended up my wife. Yes. Still is my wife. Um, and then I ended up staying out in Ibiza for a long, long time. And I say resident of Ibiza rocks, ended up playing... Some great so venues you, out you, there. You, you know, and I like, you know, we joke about it, but there's not many people from around these parts that don't know you. And you, and you did, you did <laughs> make it big out there. Various there's reasons. a lot of stories that we can't talk about this evening. Oh yeah. Um, but you ended up, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you ended up, you know, I'd be for rocks. You've worked at uh, what, what's that place you worked at that all the famous people went oh, to? Oh, was it Pikes? Pikes yeah. yeah. I used to play the piano in there. Yeah, it was. Uh, did a lot of weddings out there. Did lots of yeah. weddings, yeah. Um, did lots of weddings, lots of bars, and lots of kind of support work for the other acts. But yeah, it was, it was good. And then I go on name drop. Are you because I know you won't do it on your own. So <laughs> name drop. With name a, drop. Did a few funny weddings. Yeah. Um, one in particular was 
an embarrassing one for me, really. I think I think I was the. I was I was playing at a wedding. It was a very kind of chic, bougie wedding. It was. I was on the piano in the court, like a upright piano in the corner of a very small room, part of a humongous party at this wedding, where there was a DJ on in one bedroom of the villa, karaoke in another bedroom of the villa, a piano player in another bedroom, and that was me. Um, and I was playing on the piano. Um, it just so happened there was a few celebrities at this wedding, but one of them was Paolo Natini. Wow. Um, now... Not that I'd ever do it now. I was drinking at this wedding. <laughs> it was three, four o'clock in the morning. I had a few beers. And anyway, I'm playing on the piano. People shouting requests out. People shouted out the requests. Anyway, play last request. <laughs> and I knew Paolo Natini was in the building, but play last request. And this fellow grabbed a guitar next to me, the guitar that was there. Oh, I thought, oh, he's going to join in, this guy. Didn't really look around at him. But anyway, we start playing last request. I play, start playing it in one key. This Bella starts playing it in the original key. And I turn around to this man who's unbeknown to me. I turn around and say, don't play it in that key. Yeah. Play it in this key. <laughs> sounds miles better. <laughs> Were my exact words, sounds miles better. Anyway, miles I can see my friend better. who was at the wedding, like doing some video work for it as well. I could see him like step back a bit and was shocked by what I'd just said anyway playing away and I think it was maybe the second chorus that I decided to turn around and realise that it was Paolo Nettini himself that I told that his song sounds better his song better. sounds better I tried to apologise as soon as the song key. finished um, but he pretty much sharply put the guitar down and didn't want to play with me again for the rest of the night so, so you, uh, you can say you have played with Paolo Nettini yeah and uh, I don't think I'll be playing with him again. <laughs> no, but there we are. But yeah, that was a yeah. But well, the Ibiza the Rockstars, because you were like you were the you were the man to get them going, weren't you? Yeah, that was kind of my job. It was quite so who, who, getting who going because what we're going back now three four years or oh, no yeah, longer probably not. Yeah. yeah, well, I was the I was the resident at Ibiza Rocks for se- eight years, right? Seven seasons was it? Um. That was, but my job was a lot of the bands that came out don't come with a support act. They didn't travel with the support acts. So, yeah, my kind of job would be a musical hype man. Yeah, okay. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so basically try and get these going as much as you can so that when the band come on, we've not got a dry audience to yeah, play yeah. to. And, but it was great. Got People to like who? Uh, we had so many great madness. Uh, the Fratellis at the time, the Kooks, wow, Libertines. Oh, wow. Um, so it was, it was more indie stuff, more indie bands. Yeah, a lot of indie bands. That was, yeah, in the earlier years. I think nowadays, if it's all transpired into a bit more kind of R&B acts out there, yeah, yeah. more house acts in a beat. Well, Ibiza Rocks, obviously Ibiza in general was a house music place. But oh, okay. Yeah. Some amazing days. And then in the winter? In the winter, we went skiing. Uh, went to Andorra for a few years. It was a was... tough life, wasn't it? <laughs> he drank every... Yeah. yeah it was, to be fair, it was wasn't tough on the liver. good for your liver. Yeah, it was not good for my liver. But Andorra is arguably even worse than Ibiza. I mean, people... It is known to some people as a Ibiza on ice kind of... Yeah. 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 So, it was, so it was Ibiza in the summer and yeah. it was straight out to Andorra. Yeah, straight... Literally straight out. The season finished, straight out to Andorra get everything ready there and then do a ski season from... But that was you running the bar as well, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah. me and my wife, um, we ran two bars out there. That was great for 
our friends. It was, uh, that was an experience enough trying to get up and, uh, snowboard or ski in the day and then sing some at ski and then yeah. DJ and then, oh, and then it was, straight back to Ibiza. Then what, straight back to what, what, like April? Yeah, Ibiza in about wow. April and then all, wow. do it all again. Yeah. What a life. And then four years ago, what four years are we now that you packed it? You let, 2019 left. I left. Okay, Ibiza. four, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it doesn't say, it doesn't yeah, four, four, four years ago. Well, that's yeah. four years ago, yeah. So and then two, we bumped into you at a wedding, wedding fair. fair. Yeah. I bumped we were like, this guy's brilliant. Bumped Who's into this guy? Mr. Yeah, bumped into Mr. Bowlesman at a wedding fair and I was just moved back from a beat. I obviously wanted to get more into weddings. Yeah, I yeah. liked playing weddings, so I wanted to be a wedding. So putting my name out there and then I kept bumping into this name, DFC, DFC, yeah. and then bumped into them, bumped into the, the man himself at a wedding fair, Adam, yeah, and then yeah. kind of, uh, I think, shoehorned my way in, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because we... Did we meet you before COVID? We did, didn't we? It yeah, was before, before COVID. Yes, we met you before COVID. And yeah. then we were like, you know what? We need this guy. Yeah, we need this guy in our lives. And then you came working in the office. Yeah, which... Which were lovely. For the, for the co- save my COVID life, really, because... Yeah. We ended up working, didn't we, throughout COVID and... And it has snowballed from there, really. Yeah. Really. It's kind of gone from there to, to you now hosting weddings yeah i mean i don't know many people that are doing what you're doing in weddings just because she's he hates compliments (laughs) just because she's such a talented guy but it's literally you know you can do from the chilled out piano to the party you're gonna knock that radiator off you I think you are. to the you know from the from from the uh the ceremony to the party chilled Drinks, yeah. reception, whatever they want, and then you're doing this. You're doing this cool take on wedding hosting, where it's like you're singing them into the room, you're playing them into the room, uh, and then you do you announcing all the speech, and then taking them to the first dance. And I like I said, I don't know anybody that else that's doing this really cool take, and then handing over to yeah, like a DJ at the night time. Yes. Yeah, we were chatting before, weren't we, Paddy, about, because uh, our podcast is about, do I need a DJ? And we were chatting before about, about COVID days when there were smaller weddings. Yeah. And that's when Paddy really came to your own, didn't you? That, and learned, you said to me, you know, you've learned a lot about yourself performing in front of smaller audiences. Yeah, it was, yeah, they were really, they were really, really useful. It was such a tool for me. Obviously, I'd done weddings before. I'd done so many weddings being... The singer in the weddings, but like you were saying, then Robin. But it's that was nighttime it. singing, wasn't it? You, yeah. were, you were doing. You would that. That was, was your just, thing. Yeah. It was nighttime Turn singing. Turn up, be like you said, that hype man that I always been, and play this. And uh, COVID was quite good in a way that, especially at the small weddings, especially at the weddings where, which you might remember, some of them where suppliers were actually limited as well. So yeah, they yeah. were counting the number of yeah, suppliers. They were as well so as it was quite handy to yeah. turn up to some of the clients and go, "Well, I will come as a one man, and I'll, yeah, and I'll be here for the day for you." So it was great to kind of cover that basis and kind of such a learning curve of. Right. Oh, I love playing the piano as well, and just taking that chilled out bit, and then building the day. But yeah, and then you've hit the wedding market at kind of the right time because it has massively evolved um, over the years. You know, going back fifteen years ago, a meal was a meal, and it was a very quiet meal with yeah. something in the background. And with the evolution of weddings changing and Instagram and 
you know, th- there are some amazing bands out there and singers and whatever that, are, that have uh, actually put their own take on a wedding meal and they're turning the meal, you know, into the into the party. Yeah. So, you know, might be chilled out starters. It might be getting a bit more rowdy during the mains. Yeah. But, you know, I've seen you at weddings working with a fiddle player and there's, you know, everyone's on the chairs. Yeah, I think it was you that taught, it was you that came into me with that. I think it was, I was always, I was adamant. I don't like playing in the meal. Don't like playing in the meal. I know. Yeah, you were. I was, I yeah. was sort of no, yeah, it's like do people it. don't like it. People get angry if I'm playing in the meal. But it was it was yourselves that went just doing it wrong. It's we don't have to take over the actual food portion of the meal. Yeah, enjoy your food. It's enjoy that bit. Let the food be the star. But why don't we go on desserts are on the table. Two minutes of desserts. Let's go yeah. big then. And because yeah. there is that fine line, and you've taken to it, obviously, with your experience over the years, you've taken to it so well because the fine line is not annoying the venue. Yeah. If you're partying during them collecting their main courses or them wanting to put the toast, um, uh, champagne or Prosecco, whatever, out, you are going to annoy the venue. But if you work with the venue and you seem to have adapted to that massively, is let them pull desserts, but let them put main courses out, uh, yeah. put the dessert, desserts down, boom. Yeah, that's it. Keep and, them happy. Uh, and then it's it? like, yeah. right, right, do you know what? It's just 20 minutes because we go back to our original thing of, you know, people are eating at half past four in the afternoon and they've had a few drinks. You go tired. Yeah. You go and tired. you seem to have hit the nail right on the head with that because you're hitting it right at the time. Desserts are down. You have a couple of bites, right? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And then we can kind of take off that bit of the party, build yourself up and then the DJ's in and it's... Yeah. yeah but it, it brings in that, that second wind. Yeah. It does. And I think as we're talking in tonight's podcast about do I need a DJ? Yeah. I think someone like Paddy is another great alternative for a smaller wedding party. Yeah. Yeah. You were saying before, weren't you, that the possibility is obviously that the answer sometimes is... No, you might not need a DJ if you are a small wedding and you are possibly, yeah. 30, 40 30, people. Yeah, yeah, and possibly have an acoustic act or someone there to do some live music throughout the night who can obviously control the music in between their breaks. But yeah, not. it's not always that you need it if you are looking for maybe something a little bit different to have a bit more of a chilled out wedding. So... It's it's not always the right answer, is it? It's definitely an alternative, isn't it? Yeah, you know, massively. If a small, big wedding, well, I, I think bigger weddings, and we're going to answer our question probably before the end of the podcast. Bigger weddings probably are yes, they need a DJ yeah. or or a band that will that will do us something, and we'll touch on bands and stuff in a minute. But if you are having a smaller wedding, um. It's great to have a singer, but put the singer in the bar. You don't have to have them in the main room. Yeah, have a look yeah. at your venue. You know, you're choosing a wedding venue. Have a look at that venue and try and see where is best suited in this venue for my wedding party. doesn't always necessarily need to be the main room, does it? Might be the bar area, like you said. It, you know, it might be the bar area. Um, and like I, you, I touched on the band thing, we'll probably move on to that now. Paddy's part of... Uh, about three or four bands yeah. that we that Holy we ma- that we kind of make yeah. make for clients that yeah. we put you know we, we've had we've now this <laughs> band is actually made for a client. This was a funny story. So, um, was two years ago we had a yeah, lady at least yeah a lady called three. 
Polysauce. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to scratch my head then and go, <laughs> what was got, her name yeah. again? Oh, Polysauce. Polysauce called, Polysauce called or Instagram or whatever. She did, and she wanted um, one of our indie bands that at the time were booked. Yeah. And I said to her on the phone, don't worry, I will put you a band together. But now the funny story is, because obviously your Instagram name can be whatever it was. So we just took Polly Saucer's. Yeah. That's Polly Saucer's Instagram name. You yeah. know, she's probably called Polly Smith or something. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was you that spoke to her on the phone. I did. And when we, you know, we took her number down. The wedding was 18 months away. Yeah, we took her name and her number down. She says it's Polly Sauce. And Polly Sauce wanted an indie band and she wanted to pick the song. So. Uh, Paddy and two of our other guys put this band together, together and, and we were like we what we're going to call them what we're going to call them yeah and we, we sat down and was like you know what we couldn't come up with a name that any of us liked we were chopping and changing and then all of a sudden we went you know what it's got let's a cool call name it yeah. let's call we it Polysauce and then I got to be at that wedding as well because I hosted it with Polysauce and Polysauce. Yeah. And I got to say, please welcome Polysauce. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little was, bit confused. And you had was, to explain the story, didn't you, on the she night? She was very happy about it. I mean, she changed her name. And Polly, if you are listening, I'm so sorry. I can't remember what yeah, your what now was it? She was name is. No, yeah. no, I'm sorry. I, 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe not devastated, but <laughs> I don't, I don't she think she was, I think she was upset she was losing but sauce. But Polysauce name lived yeah. on. Sorry, so Polly. Polysauce. And we still, we still argue. We'd actually, we gigged, quite a bit before her wedding as yeah, well yeah. because of she yeah. booked so far out so it was quite funny we were like we were we were playing yeah, roles it, it together was, oh and this is it, it. it it is such a good band because you do like freed from desire and you know you'll turn dance tunes into indie songs and that that is what yeah. our polly wanted it was and touching on that paddy um because we are talking about whether you need a dj yeah. or not and we have a lot of inquiries with this we do it can bands DJ when they're not performing. I think you're a good person um, to ask this, being in a band yourself. Yeah, so you're, you're in a band and, you know, we, we have a lot of clients that call up and just ask for a band. Yeah. Is... Is that doable? And we get it from the band's perspective yeah. as well. We get people asking, can you not just... So I've got a wedding band. Yeah. Is that enough for my wedding? Um, I suppose there's no right and wrong answer to that, really. The, you... Yes, in a certain situation, I'd speak to your band and speak to your band and see what they've got. I mean, in an ideal world, there is a member of that band that can possibly get up and DJ. It's what I'm always wary of, though, is. Is it just going to we don't want that part of the night to be an afterthought? Your night, your weddings cost you so much money yeah. throughout the day. And I do understand it. And it's. It possibly is extra money to book a DJ and on bands top are expensive, if you've got a band they? and then you think you've got a DJ. But if the band's finished, you want to utilise all that part of your night. You want to, you want the DJ to keep that atmosphere up. You don't, you wouldn't ever want it to, the band to finish and then all of a sudden it drop off. But like I say, sometimes there might be some bands that do DJ as well, but the at the same breath, it might just be, I'm always wary. I don't like the idea of just a playlist. Uh, yeah, it. which is very much like uh, what happened at yeah. Adam's wedding. Yeah, exactly. you know, it, yeah. it is just a playlist. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I'm, I sit on the fence with it, and I think if you only want a band and you've only got you know the budget, because yeah. you know, weddings are expensive. You've only yeah. got a budget for a band. I, I seriously, love. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you know, if you only have the budget for a band, I think my tip on that would be is either have the band do a bit later. Yeah. But finish when the band finish at finish. midnight, maybe so, so eleven till twelve. So yeah. they do like a uh, a nine till ten, and then eleven till twelve. Yeah. Finish on the band because you're not gonna get that big finish on a playlist. And I, you know, there are a lot of bands out there that will put a, a playlist on. Absolutely, I'll, I'll always lost say that. High. that- a DJ will glue it all together. We chat about this in the, yeah. in the office, don't we? You know, they do a great first dance, which is a big impact for you and the guests. Obviously, cut the cake for you. Um, then we go into the band. Personally, when it's evening food, I'll play some really nice Jocelyn Brown, Ain't No Body, that kind of vibe. So I'm keeping the atmosphere going, yeah. leading into the second set for the band, and then I'll finish the night off. Yeah, because so um, an English evening reception is usually six hours. Seven till one, yeah. You know, seven till yeah. twelve, five hours. A band will usually do maximum two one-hour sets. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There are bands out there that will do three one-hour sets, but you're still missing two hours there. Absolutely, it's how you fill those hours, isn't and it? And it's what you do with those yeah. two hours. Um, if you're fine with a nothing, but it. Mm, yeah, I might. I, might I, sound, I always. I quite generally speak, especially when we're speaking to clients through us, and it. I suppose it, the majority of the time with clients who are asking the question, do I need a DJ? It is, it, obviously it's a financial question because a lot of the time it is, it is expensive for weddings. Maybe I'm selling all my bandmates down the river here and saying, but generally I, if it, for me, God's honest truth, if it comes to a question, I've got a band or a DJ, I can have one or the other. Yeah. And sorry, ex-bandmates and bandmates, I would pick the DJ, personally. Yeah, and that's is, uh, coming, from, coming from the band. a man. That, yeah, yeah, to work, to I, work I think alongside it is, the and band. I, and I am honestly sat on the fence with that. And, you know, hand on heart, I, I think you've got five hours to fill. Yeah. I think you have to go with a DJ. Now, don't get me wrong. If you have a band that you know and you love and you've got your heart set on, this band are playing my wedding and I always knew they were going to play my wedding and... Yeah, go 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 with the band. It's not always the right answer to yes, a DJ over a band, but as as a general rule, I always think yeah, because the ability the DJ has to play all night to play a massive variety of music, you you're probably going to get yeah. more bang now, for your buck with are, a DJ. There are other options here, in the sense of you know if the budget doesn't allow, yeah, if. The clients, the, the, um, the bride, the groom, um, if they've created a playlist and they own that moment, so in the sense of they've created a half an hour playlist and they get a load of glow sticks out after the band yeah. and the, the band let them use their PA and you own that moment, that last 30 minutes of this playlist that you've put together, yeah. that would probably work, wouldn't it? Yeah. The... The, I'm sorry to interrupt. The, um, the big one is, if you want everyone to dance at your wedding, you've got to dance. Yeah. That's the, That's big the biggest tip I can give if anybody. You want, yeah. If, you're, yeah. the, if yeah. you're going to sit in the bar all night, I always say your wedding day is a little bit like being famous and your guests will follow you around all day and they yeah. want to talk to you. And if you're in the bar, drinking the bar, away from the dance floor, yeah. that's where your guests will be. If you're right in the middle of that dance floor, parting your little bottom off, 
yeah. then yeah. that's where your guess will be. And I, it's one of my biggest tips that I I, yeah. I, I give my, my we, couples. We utilise that every time as, as a band or as a soloist at night. Oh, when do you want to start your set? I want to start my set straight after your first dance when everyone's on the thing. And for your second set, if you've got another dance you're doing, I don't know, maybe a father-daughter dance, a mother-son dance or something else, which is a focal point that will pull people back. Let's start the second set with that as well. Yeah. Just any excuse, like you say, get bride and groom on the dance floor, everyone else's. Tell you what, another idea, if if budget is tight or you, or you, just, you just really want to go with a band, silent disco to end. Because you don't really need a DJ for that. You can get a lot of headsets. Yeah, you can. I've seen it done very well. Different, yeah. Two different tracks in it. And that can be playlisted. Yeah. Yeah. And you have different sorts of music on it. Div- yeah, yeah. So you've got... R&B, indie, Yeah, dance, you've got R&B on one, party. dance on the other. Um, that could be a different ending if you didn't want the DJ. Yeah. The thing is with the, like, the DJ side of it, like I said, you've got five hours to fill. But you've basically got five hours to fill. What do you do for those other three hours? The first hour is guests arriving and it's you run up to your first dance. Band will do your first dance, no problem. You've then got an hour when the band are off, band are back on, and then you've got an hour to finish. So it's what you do. So, you know, think outside the box with it. Yeah, you could definitely feel it, can't you? It's, it's like you say, there's no right or wrong. And there might be the old band where somebody can DJ in it, but... It's, it's yeah, I think as long as you've put in the thought in, you're on the right lines anyway, aren't you? Yeah, I'd like to touch on playlists as well, because I think clients, when, and things have changed with DJs now massively. You know, I, I think they have become a better standard. This, this is a great, this is a great tip um, for any client. But I think clients playlisting. panic about playlists, don't they? The DJ's going to play the Macarena, he's going to play up beside your head, etc. Yeah. Um, you can go the other way with playlists as well. Um, and I saw young Bobby experience this personally, where the couple were very adamant that they wanted their wedding to be thrash metal oh. and nothing but thrash metal <laughs> right, okay. at their wedding. And I was hosting and I went to go and see uh, young Bobby that night and he was having an absolute nightmare because he had... I think he had maybe 80 songs, and I mean it was thrash metal. I didn't understand. Wow. So he's downloaded it all. It's all on Spotify. It's, he's, he's got it yeah, all. he's got it he's all. He's doing his yeah. job. Yeah. The bride wasn't even in the room, and guests are coming up to him, complaining, wanting to fight with him, giving him right. abuse. So I understand your story. I forgot this yeah. story, right? So basically, and this does go to playlisting, doesn't it? It does. And she very much wanted her wedding to be thrash metal. Nothing in between. It was wow, all or right. nothing. Yeah. And, you know, as a company, we do what the client tells us. We try and advise them. And like I said, while we stood there and it was the abuse he was getting off the guests were un- unreal. And she wasn't even in the room. Yeah, and I think to explain on that a little bit. So with her just wanting that and didn't want anything else, he's playing the songs Absolutely. that as he's been asked, as to been asked to do. And he went, let's go off the playlist. Her guests are asking for, yeah. I don't know, an R&B track. But obviously, the 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 they're having a go at him for not being able to play it, and he's trying to explain it. And I think, um, like a massive tip is obviously, uh, look if you want that, you crack on and have that. That's absolutely fine. But it's to think about 
your guests when you're thinking about a playlist. Yeah, and how many are you doing the phone of the day, actually? Me? Um, yeah, you're oh. on the phone to a client. How many songs do you think? And we're all different. How many songs do you like on a, on a, on a, on a, on a uh, night? Right, so if you work on, I, I think I play 40 an hour. But if you work it on... You mix quite a lot, don't I you? Do. In and out. I, I only play songs for about between a minute and three minutes. It has all changed a bit, that. So, you know, 30 songs is is an hour, pretty much. 25, 30 songs, yeah. yeah. I think I play between 30 and 40 songs. So many requests I, ask, I, I ask I like. I love it when people send me about between 30 and 50 songs of different genres. And when you play all of those? I try to, yeah. I make it my mission. Right, okay. I genuinely make it my mission to try and play... 90% of them. Clients always ask in the office as well, yeah. do I have to make the whole playlist up? No, not at all, no. Um, not that would be really hard work, to be honest with you. But yeah. you, there are, you have to use linking songs. So if you go from 80s to now, there has to be a link in there somewhere or other to keep the playlist going. Of course going. it does, yeah. Um, a lot of clients just think that they have to make the whole playlist. No, no, no not at all. But if you give between 30 and 50 songs... You know, a couple of 80s, a couple of 90s. If you just want R&B all night, no problem at all. But R&B works really well with Motown. Yeah. So, you know, I, that, I like that and soul yeah. and all that type of stuff. So I asked for about 30, 50 songs, but I now ask for it on a Spotify playlist. Yeah, I'm the same. So and much easier. I go through, I put all the songs on my laptop. I take um, my iPad. And I, I literally have my playlist there and then I have it there as well. So you can see the So songs. I can see it as well. And I, yeah, I, like, I yeah. do like it. See, I love them. So we get, it's about 50-50, I think, with the clients that chat to us in the office. Some people, so you book a DJ with DFC, you get access to a portal yeah, where you can add your music on. Some people love that sitting down and go, you know what, I'm going to fill this portal in and I'm going to fill it in on a night or on two nights, bottle of wine, we're going to fill this playlist in. But some people, on the other hand, go, I can't think of songs at the same time, so I need it on Spotify so I can come back to it really quickly or tell my smart speaker, which I won't say her name, she's in the room oh, with us, <laughs> add that song to my Spotify playlist. So it's, it's good to have the option of the portal because you can go, oh, you know what, I'm going to fill in loads of songs on this portal. But also, like you say, nowadays, Spotify... It's that easy. That yeah, you can... and if you if you don't want to make a playlist, you also don't have to do that either because you can chat to us on the phone and any good DJ, whether you book it through ourselves or anybody else, will meet with you, will chat with you. What do you want? Yeah. What do you not want? What do you like? What yeah, do your friends massive. like? What, what do you not want? What and... do you not want? What do you like? What can I play for you? I mean, I personally yeah. love a massive playlist because what I'll do when I see a playlist is I'll see songs on there that I've not played for years. And a bit like yourself, yeah, yeah. then I think, what a great tune that is. Why am I not mm, playing that? No, we're not playing it. And I heard you play Eminem. About when I came right to with you. Yeah. I'm really into Eminem so, yeah. at the moment. I've never played Eminem in my life, yeah. ever at a wedding. I just oh, didn't play it. I went, to and see, oh, I went to go and see Robin DJ. And I was like, this really works. You're mixing it in out of other songs. My biggest tip for people for stuff like that is literally, if you don't know what to play, there are sort of two things you can do. You can... Uh, have your favourite radio station on and obviously speak to your phone to make a note while yeah. you're driving. That's a it's good, good idea, one. good tip. My best one is, honestly, though, is, and this is encouraging drinking, but, you know, it's no problem. So <laughs> two, three, four weeks before, buy a nice bottle of wine, a nice takeaway, 
Don't turn the TV on. Yeah. Get Spotify on. Yeah. Her, who we can't mention, uh, or, or on a laptop or, or, or on your iPad or whatever, and literally have a few drinks and try and put yourself in the mindset of, right, it's 10 o'clock at night. What did I used to dance to? What did we do on the hen do? What did we do on the stag do? And, and go through it like that. And, you know, it, it suggests things to you. It's great. It is. Is it wrong or right? So the clients ask me that a lot, that they ask their guests to choose songs because some clients are really particular mm. and don't want guests to choose any songs. And other couples encourage guests to choose songs. I have mm. my answer, but what's oh, your what answer? I, I'd... Ooh, is it wrong or right to choose So I think... You've got, they are guests at your wedding. So then I suppose it, the clues in the name that get, I suppose you've got to give them a little bit of leeway. Now, a lot of people do give them the option before the wedding, don't they say, oh, fill in, a, mm-hmm. fill yeah. in one and tell us. I think that's a good way because then you can have final say. You can double check it before it gets. Veto. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that one goes. Yeah. So yeah, I suppose, yeah, give him the option, but double check them. <laughs> yeah, and, and I suppose to elaborate on that, if you are not a client of ours that wants to dance all night, but wants their guest to dance all night, yes, I suggest yeah. opening up that Spotify playlist to 20 of your mates and going, hey, we you put some songs in this that you will dance to. Yeah. So I think it's always right, but obviously it's your Spotify or Apple Music account. You can obviously go in there and go, no, I really don't want that song. Yeah. yeah. What about Information's clients, key. clients that, and I've had it many times as you have, that, that don't want you to take requests on the night. So we'll say to you, that's the place, music I like, Robin, please yeah. play this for me. But don't take any requests on the no night. no problem in the world with that. And how do, you, how do you say that to the person asking for the song? I'm really, really sorry. I have a playlist that I'm going through that Mr. and Mrs. Smith want me to do and they don't really want me to diversify from said playlist. Good word. But if it was at your wedding, yes. I'd happily play it for you. Absolutely. Yeah, good, good answer. answer. Really good <laughs> answer, actually. What are you, Paddy? Uh, yeah, it's always tough, isn't it? When you It's that tough answer. You don't want to drop the bride and groom in it. If they've come out and they said, we don't want any playlists, especially from Auntie Joan, keep her away. She's mad. Yeah, she wants. That a lot. Uh, right, yeah. And yeah, Auntie, you get that felt, Auntie Joan's you? in your ear saying, no, I need this playing. And you don't want to turn around and go, oh, by the way, no, I can't play it. I've been pre-warned about you. So I suppose, yeah, that's a great answer to give, isn't it? It's just to, to be now, I'm so sorry. They've given me a playlist that I've got to stick to. Um, but yeah. If it was your wedding, I'd be playing it straight away. Of course, we that's something I always say. Yeah. Your wedding. Well, here's my headphones. Listen to it through the headphones. Go on, dance away. <laughs> I yeah, uh, I've just taken a sneaky look at our hidden notes down there. Right. And it says, "Tell the Duncan House story." <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> this is a bad story. This is your fault, actually, Robin. Right, okay. You don't know this no, story, Paddy. You don't know this story. But it's that a cracker. It sounds aggressive, don't. The, uh, du- the du- so the Duncan House is um, it's a quite a big venue. It's a big venue um, down towards Accrington. Accrington and big, at the big time, and this was suite. very much in our infancy of DJing. I was club DJing. Robin kept plugging me to do weddings. I had, I'm very happy in my clubs having a drink. I'm very happy, and <laughs> at this time, at the time, 
Robin also had a sideline doing casino tables. Right. So, he's, yeah. so his dad <laughs> used to come out in the van, set up the roulette tables. and the, God love Barry. And the black. And Christine. And Christine, they used to come down. And Robin was obviously another gig. They'd come down. You've been playing croupiers, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I bought professional tables, big yeah. roulette wheel. Come out the Grover in London. Did it proper. Yeah, you did. I had three of them proper tables. So I had a... A poker one, I had blackjack yeah. and I had roulette. You did? Yeah. And they were great during the evening. And then, obviously, yeah. I had with DJ. Yeah, so croupiers, me, yeah. mum and dad had set them up. It's going back 12 years. <laughs> it is, yeah. Mum and dad had set them up. Yeah. God love Christine. Yeah. yeah as, as barely the, what which dog, I don't remember what dog we had. One of dogs would just sit in front of cab. <laughs> yeah. So they'd set the tables up at the beginning right. of the night, etc. I'd hire croupiers in. Croupiers would come in, work the tables. It was all for fake money and stuff, yeah. sadly. Um, croupiers would work the tables, and then the croupiers would finish, and my mum and dad would pack them down and take them away. Right, yeah. But... The one thing Barry couldn't do on his own was lift the roulette table. Right, uh, yeah. The wheel. The wheel. Yeah, the yeah. wheel, I should say. The wheel Weighty. into the van. So Robin said, if you don't mind, just give my dad a hand with the, uh, the roulette wheel. Yeah, yeah. That's big, no problem big. at all. Yeah. At the Duncan House, you DJ on a stage. So I was DJ on the stage. Barry gives me the, the nod to, yeah. to put it into the van. I said, no problem at all. And I'll never forget because it was it was winter and it was pouring down with rain. I haven't seen rain like <laughs> right, it. Yeah. So, and I'll never forget because I was playing Wham. <laughs> this is, I was playing <laughs> Wham. I don't know why I remember it. Yeah, it, wham. it was Which one wham. last Christmas? No, I think, I think it was I'm Your Man, I think. I'm I think man. it was at a request. Oh. Yeah, so, I was playing yeah, so, I'm Your Man. Baby, I'm your man. Mm. Everyone's going for it. No problem. Barry gets with the wing. Off I go. Got the, the, the table within the, the, the wheel and we put it into the van and I went through a fire exit and as I went through the fire exit in the pouring rain, the door shut behind me. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I yeah. couldn't get back into the room. Now, to try and explain the Duncan House, it's such a big hotel. I had to run in the pouring rain through the gardens of the hotel <laughs> yeah, yeah. to get through the entrance, which was a long way. I'm talking I was running. It was a minute of right. a run. And as I run in my shoes, I fall into the mud on you the ground. genuinely can't make this story up because it's winter. It's winter yeah. and I fell into the mud and I've literally <laughs> got mud from toe to head. My head and my hair was covered in mud. I'm ra- I'll never forget, I ran through reception, the music had stopped. Oh, yeah. All the guests were looking at me as I ran through and I was, all I could say was, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I got back on the stage and yeah. then continued to DJ. The show must go on. The show must go on. Yeah, because you had to. Because my dad were literally, he, he just needed 30 seconds. That's all he needed. So he, he could give you the wink and you could literally just give him an hand out. Boom. The funny thing about it is, we never knew until we sold the roulette wheel that the middle came out. <laughs> oh. So Barry never needed So you Barry are. never needed anyone. So the middle had come out, which were like 20 kilogram, and the outside were 20 kilogram. But it was 40 kilogram, but it was massive. Yeah. So it was pretty heavy, that. But, yeah, and we only discovered it when I sold the whole business. I said business, there were only three tables and a van. Um, the the guy that come to pick it up, he was like, because I think my dad said to me, he said, do you want an hand out? He said, no, man, I'll just take it apart. And he was like, you take it apart, yeah. Middle comes out, mate. Bit of WD, straight out. 
<laughs> and he took go. it straight well, out. Well, would have had this story about myself. There we are. Wow. So on a couple of these occasions, you did need a DJ. Yeah. Only for a couple of minutes. Only for a couple of minutes. One with a voice. Yeah. So I think to sum up, um, do you really need a DJ? Robin, do you really need a DJ? I'm going to say for 95% of most functions, you require a DJ. Yeah, I think I'm going to say the same. I think the biggest tip to give to everybody is speak to your DJ. Always speak to your DJ. Um, yeah. Have input in your wedding. Let your guests have a have some input, some extent as well. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm yeah. like you, ninety five percent, Paddy. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna up you. I'm gonna say ninety eight percent. Okay, I think maybe not ninety eight percent need, but I think it will always elevate your night. I think. Do you know what? What a great way to put it. I think it will ever elevate your yeah. night. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. The right DJ will elevate yeah. your night definitely. Brill. Yeah. Paddy Slayer, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Robin, as always, it's... It's been a pleasure. It's nice to be back in the hot seat. It's uh, fine. We missed you last week. Thank you so much. It's good. Uh, we, um, we're really enjoying these, aren't we? We are enjoying them. That was, do I really need you? Do I really need a DJ? Do you know our secret um, guest appearance that we have? You can tell everybody. I know, but tell everybody. It's next Tuesday night, not that that make a difference to anybody. Uh, next Tuesday night, due to come out in the next couple of weeks, we have the very famous LJG and Nat from Nola and Not talking about a lot of things that you and I know nothing about. Nothing about. But we're going to research it. Yeah, I'm on fake tan, which is something very yeah. similar. So Nola and Not, what do they do? <laughs> Nola and Not, if you do not know, do Nola and Not and they do Lunar and Light. So basically, they are the people in this area that do wedding makeup. So they do wedding makeup and then they do the Ibiza style glittery stuff. Yeah, which is great night. at night. Yeah, they're going to bring a female element to our very male-led podcast. They're going to be sat here. We're going to chat. We're going to find out what you need, what you don't need, and just a load of tips from them. And I'm really, really excited about it. Can we just have a it. before and after photo of one of your faces all glittered up? That's though. a very good <laughs> idea. Maybe you do it? it to us live, actually, as they're talking along. to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In our faces. Only the people watching, and you can watch, you can check back on our uh, our ones that we've already done. So we've done one and two. This was Do I Really Need Idea. Check us out on the website if you want to see what we look like. If you're enjoying listening to us, please keep listening to us on Spotify. Yeah. Apple Music and your source of um, podcast people. And it'd be amazing if you could rate us as well. If you could rate us, that would be amazing. Yes, tell and your subscribe. friends. And subscribe. Paddy Slater, you've been a joy. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. I'll see you in the office. <laughs> see you soon. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Goodbye. Wedding crashing, out. Out.